Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, we have Ricky Phillips of legendary classic rock band Styx. Styx has been rocking for nearly 50 years now, and they're finally back on the road after a pandemic year that shut down just about every tour out there. Styx also has a brand new album, Crash of the Crown, released earlier this year, making Styx one of the few bands of the 70s era to continue to release new music. So we sat down with Ricky, who was kind enough to talk about it all, including what he really thinks of those classic Styx songs he's played hundreds and hundreds of times. Really quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Ricky Phillips of Styx. Let's get into it. Well, yeah, thanks so much for calling me today. You guys are right in the middle of uh, touring, right in the middle of shows, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, it's, uh, we've got four more shows starting tonight, um, and then we head home for a few weeks, and we'll see see what's going on with you know, with everything uh, and the craziness that's, that's happening right now. I know. I know. Like, I'm wondering what it feels like for because I've talked to a lot of promoters, uh, certainly <clears> fans. You know, they're buying tickets and got excited, and now they're kind of questioning, "What does that feel like for you guys to kind of look out there?" I'm sure you're so excited to, "Hey, we can play some shows now," and now you're might. I might be a little um, more wary of what might happen later. You know, they've management has taken care of us as far as um, us personally. Um, it's a concern. It's a it's a it's an ongoing conversation, and we will go with uh, whatever's necessary. I think I, yeah. I really don't have a whole lot of uh, input or, or information, but it, it's concerning, and it's uh, we're very safe uh, within our unit. We try to keep a bubble. Um, and we try not to be, you know, the people carrying anything anywhere. But beyond that, I really can't comment because right. it's it's a time where uh, I shouldn't even talk. I hate talking about uh, what this kind of stuff when it's music that I, I should be talking about. And everybody's got their opinion in this country, and everybody gets upset because the other guy doesn't have your opinion. So <laughs> we're just trying we're trying to make people happy and take their minds off all of that. Oh, I hear you. Um, I totally understand. I'm not trying to bog you down with that. It's just I know. No, no, no. I feel like no, it's I, a conversation I that just, comes up with no matter what when you're talking about concerts and tours, just because it's, you know, it's large groups. As it should be. As it should be. This yeah. is an important time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, what has it been like though to be back on stage again? I mean, the amount of shows you guys well, usually play in a year and just not doing it for a while must have been kind of. Well, strange. you know, I would say you know. Uh, it's like falling off a bike. Uh, it's easy. Um, it's it, it has been, but but we've had a few chuckles on the stage. I was telling somebody the other day if you ever if you ever see a drill that's laughing at each other, it's probably because the other the, the other guy messed up. You know, yeah. uh, it, it's it, it's you. We think we know this stuff inside and out because we have. That's what we've done for decades now. And um, I mean, I'm starting my 19th year with the band in right. next month, this coming month. So. Um, it's, it, it's funny what, what little tiny things, um, not to get too technical, but it, it isn't so much that you forget how the song goes, but as a musician, you know, eight places you can play a C note. And so where did I play, mm -hmm. where did I start this riff that ran into this riff that made it easy? Cause I have to <laughs> sing at the same time. Kind of, it's that kind of stuff that you go, Oh, <laughs> and, but it's, I think we're there now. It was the first few shows. Everybody had their, their their brain focused on uh this or that or nobody had the same issues but it it's 
beyond beyond the uh, camaraderie we have, which is just fantastic. It's the best um, walking on the stage with these guys. I've never had this experience before, and I've been in some great bands with great guys. I still mm-hmm. have some long-time friendships with people I've uh, worked with before Six, but this is really like a brotherhood, you know. It's um, even even Chuck uh, Panazzo, who he and his brother started the band back yeah. in the 60s. Um, Chuck has had health issues. It's no secret. It's in his book and everything. He uh, is still very much a part of the band, and um, sometimes I play bass as well, and sometimes I'll switch over and I, I'll play a double neck guitar so I can play some 12-string parts or mm-hmm. six-string six parts, whatever it is. But it's um, it's just a really comfortable place. Uh, each guy has got his own sense of humor. Each guy's got his own talents and his gifts, and I think we all have a really high... Uh, respect for one another and that's that's really important within a band yeah i can imagine those times being hard when i mean some of these songs must feel like you know them so well but if you've not had that muscle memory of doing it 150 times in a year or whatever (laughs) uh all of a sudden you wait this part (laughs) what comes next yeah 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 well if it was funny the the first couple shows i think everybody like i said everybody and it mean it seems like a mountain when you do something, but I'll have the other guys in the mess. You did where what? It, it, yeah. It's so such a blip. <laughs> it's just one little thing you missed. And so, but there's so much going on in a six shows, you're probably not even going to be noticed. But just to answer your question honestly, it, it it was a kind of an adjustment for the first week out. Oh, I bet. I mean, how many shows do you guys usually do in a year? I mean, on average. We, when I first joined the band, we were doing 130 or 40, and that, then we yeah. tried to, to bring it back to 100 shows, and um, then that kept started creeping back up to 108, 110, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so this year, it seems like they're trying to get as much out of us as they can, because <laughs> it's been off for so long. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we've do, we're doing a lot of shows. We're doing like five five shows a week right now. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, it, well, it especially must seem a lot when I don't know. Did you guys do anything really last last year, or probably? No, we didn't get to. We were just making a record, yeah. and and that's the only thing we've had to do. And even making the record isn't the way I've ever recorded before because we oh yeah uh, we we had to kind of write our parts in our own studios, work on it, and then um, months later, a few months later, start the building of the house, you know, um, starting with Todd on drums. Um, and, and Todd does so many podcasts around the world and, and teaching things and, and things that he does, um, that his studio is set up so that no one has to be in his studio to run it. He's got, uh, he's got a, oh, wow. uh, the technology for his, his, uh, engineer to be able to mic up his drums and record them, uh, from, from his studio and then Tommy and Will could be watching in Nashville and discussing. So it was it's pretty pretty trick how they, how it was all done. Yeah. Um, and I I chose to fly to Nashville. Everybody had their their own thing. I wanted to be I put on, you know, the mask and the that uh, uh I just I just wanted to really really uh be there face to face with the producer and with the we were all masked up in the studio, you know, we mm-hmm. all well, respect. We didn't know. We didn't know what's. We we didn't know what we were afraid of, but we knew something was not good. Not good was happening. So we tried to respect um, the science and 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 mm-hmm. 
argue about it later, you know. Uh, we, uh, you know, and uh, it was it was really good because I think I was able to write a whole bunch of parts and different things. We did, couldn't obviously use them all, but I wanted to be prepared. Um, I used to do a lot of sessions in Los Angeles. That's how I met Todd Zuckerman, as a matter of fact. Todd and I met, mm-hmm. didn't meet in sticks. We met doing sessions in L.A. So, uh, oh, all okay. these, you know, cool. and then all of a sudden, he called me up and said, what are you doing? you got to sit down. And uh, I said, what's wrong? He said, what's, he said, no. I just heard Tommy and Jay Wire ready to offer you the gig in, in sticks. I said, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, Tommy's going to call you, but I asked if I could call you first. So, you know, it's cool to have that kind of a relationship with the guy that you're really building. You, you guys are the structure of the house, and everything that goes on top of that is solid as long as we are. Um, and and so this has been a really good experience for me working with Todd all these years. Uh, I have great respect for his work ethic and, and how tenacious he is in studying his craft and never, never, never stopping. He's always he's trying to push forward. So that's... That's been fun to watch and fun to actually contribute in, and yeah. um, the two of us are. It, it, we just start playing, and it, it feels good. We've just been doing it so long together, so that was That's that awesome. was a comfort for me in, in doing the record the way we had the way we kind of had to do it, um, because when I heard Todd's parts, it was kind of cleared up a lot of notes that I had about certain things and I knew where his kick drummer what he was where he was playing something I needed to give him room for or if there was a hole or space where that needed to be filled I, I, I had already had worked up lines that would work well there and and that's just the way this band is everybody comes with a, a bucket load of, of ideas <laughs> and uh, it, and it worked we I was only in Nashville for four days to record 18 pieces of music. And, wow, um, that's a marathon. Uh, and it was sprint, really. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it a lot it of didn't love. feel like it. It didn't feel like it because everybody mm-hmm. really does come prepared. And, and even though it's a lot of odd signature, it's a very progressive record. They're probably the most yeah. progressive record. But there's all the melodic, the, the sticks, harmonies, and melodies and stuff. So it isn't like a music theory class. It's just it's fun for the other musicians I've had a lot of, got a lot of emails and, and notes and a couple phone calls from guys going, "Wow, you know that part in seven where you go back into five before you get," and and I'm thinking, <laughs> "Oh, cool!" So people are noticing this stuff. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, that was something I was going to ask too. Is I think Sticks has always featured a lot of musical diversity, and uh, the catalog kind of stretches out a lot, if that makes sense. And I think it happens a lot on yeah. this record, especially. And is I mean, where does that come from? Is that just the what the band likes to do? You guys all have a lot of different backgrounds, too. I'm sure that's a part of it. I think that it was probably um, when Will did the mission and he saw what we were capable of, um, I think he and Tommy, they both live in Nashville. None of us all live yeah. together, so they have the luxury of, of being in the same town. Um, and um, so they started working on on you know, songs and, and ideas for songs, trying things out, different instrumentation. Just want to do something different, you know? Just want it to be sticks. Mm-hmm. Definitely there are certain hit marks that have to be there on every record, um, like the melodies and, and, and uh, the sound and the the style of, of playing certain things. But they wanted it to grow. You know, it's 
repeating yourself is just boring. I mean, and I think that's <laughs> right. kind of kind of one of the things. And then people, I see my friends uh, forgetting who they are as a band. All of a sudden, they put out a record, and I go, "That's so and so." I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. And so we have. It was always been important to not just drop, lose the fans, and move on and try and open up another door. Uh, so I hope I'm answering your question, but it's it's kind of one of those things where. When this record came up, I think it was a constant, or, or not constant, but a, um, pa- part of the part of the chemistry was now to remain sticks, but bring in some new information. It's time time to give the people some some extra, and so right. this is what came out. I don't think we all knew. We didn't know it was going to enter Billboard at number one. I mean that that blew our mind. I mean it totally blew our mind. No. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be cheeky at all. It was just nothing that we saw coming. Um, well, and, it must be fulfilling to, to see that. Well, yeah, because, you know, you a lot of things that have happened in a lot of careers, not just the sticks, but have been wrong moves. You, and you, the proof's in the pudding. you got to wait till the people <laughs> have, have a taste of that pudding and, and give you their reaction. And, and so... In this case, uh, it blew. Up. We, we it was a happy. That was a happy, uh, happy day in Sticks World when when that came well, out. That's great, and I, I mean that's something I want to ask about too. Is you know making new music. A lot of Sticks' contemporaries are happy to. There's nothing wrong with this. It's totally respectful, but you know keep playing the old songs every night, um, and not really return to writing a new one. But that's not something you guys do in Sticks. You guys keep putting out records, which I think is really cool. What keeps you guys going back to the studio? Um, I think you just get, we all have so many ideas. We're all in, in the dressing room in our little warm-up instruments or something. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going, Oh, Todd, can you, can you play, follow me on the play, play this. And I'm, and I'm recording it into my phone. Tommy's in the other room. I can hear him recording something from his amp into the phone. <laughs> um, yeah. And same thing with Lawrence, you know, it's, um, everybody is constantly coming up with ideas and, um, I'm just happy that uh, that the, some of those ideas can go towards towards the band. Some of them aren't appropriate. You know, we don't all write things that are going to be exactly right for sticks. But we start, sure. we kind of know we kind of know what songs to pitch or or what ideas will would work within the framework. And then it's whether or not um, everyone else agrees or not. It's just that simple. But everybody's always writing and, and coming up with ideas. Every everybody in the band. So. Um, it makes it uh, makes it easy. I should. It really isn't easy. There's nothing about making a record that's easy. Um, <laughs> right. It, it's it's not easy, but but when you have like minds, people that want to jump in that process uh, with both feet as well, it makes makes it more welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um... Yeah, it's just cool to see you guys still making new music. I really, I, I think the new record. Um, oh, I guess being able to play a lot of it uh, in the shows. We have been. A lot of been, you got to play. We've fans, been. Um, we've been coming out with Fight of, Fight of Our Lives. Um, it's kind of a good opening song, and then mm-hmm. we've been. You, you don't want to bring too many new things in in, in a set right now but um we've been roving in and out with the uh, crash of the crown which is always goes over well uh reveries yeah. some people love reveries um 
what else? Uh, Save us from ourselves has been going over really well. But we just try to do those, do this. Depends on also if we're doing two full sets. We've been doing that a lot since we've been out. Yeah. It's a long, mm-hmm. long night of music because we'll take a 20 minute intermission, come out and play for another hour and five or 10 minutes, um, after just playing that. And then, so each set, we try to roll in a couple. Um, but if it's one long set, maybe three. Yeah. But that gives you a lot of time to play a lot of stuff. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's really cool that people are singing along with the new songs. That's been cracking us up. That's got to feel gratifying too. <laughs> it's, yeah, none of this did we see coming. Though, I, I mean, we're, you're always hopeful. You always want it to, to be yeah. successful. But uh, right now, with everything else that's going on, this is just a, is like icing on the cake. That's fantastic. Well, one thing I wanted to ask: we don't have much time left, but uh, yeah. some of these songs, you know, I'm thinking of "Come Sail Away." And, too much time on my hands and songs like sure. that. Uh, the band's played a thousand times in your, you know, nearly 20 years. You've probably played hundreds and hundreds of times. Are the, but which of those songs you really love? I mean, maybe you can't pick a favorite, but, you know, there's got to be some love, songs that you have really great parts on and or songs that people just think you song have so the time of their life. I think the song that it's, I wish I would have written, and I and it's a simple <laughs> song in a, from a musical sense, but it's so simple. I love It's so good. I should say, I love playing, and that's uh, fooling yourself. It's just yeah. uh, just a really clever song. Um, but I, I love playing Renegade just because it's a tough rock tune. Um, mm-hmm. Grand Illusion, I liked Grand Illusion when I was in the Babies and we were opening for Sticks. I remember Grand, Grand Illusion hearing that and going, whoa, that's just a great piece of music. Fun to play every night. Um, Red Storm was from the mission. We When Todd and I get to riff out and do do red storm um it, it's not it has to be just the right setting uh but when we do that it's a lot of fun they're, they're all good i mean rock in the paradise and uh too much time on my hands they're, they're just fun songs to play so uh and right you know it's got to be a fun set when, to be up there playing it them. is jy singing miss america you know that's kind of his trademark <laughs> song and yeah know. um yeah yeah it's there's really not a uh, a bad one in the bunch. That's awesome. Well, Ricky, thanks so much for your time today. I, I appreciate it. Glad you guys are out, able to play some shows. And I want to say I've been a fan of yours, your bands, The Babies, Bad English, and I'm oh, thanks for man. a long time. Thank so it's cool to talk to you. For sure. I mean, this this is like uh, uh, even talking talk, talking to you for us to be able to do this at our age. Um, it, when I was a kid, a guy like me, I was going, oh God, that guy, he's, he's not going to make it through the weekend. But, um, for <laughs> us to be able to see, be getting away with this all this time and having, having people like yourself, um, appreciate what we do. I mean, I think that's why we're still doing it, but I appreciate talking to you, Kevin, and, uh, take care of yourself, man. Yeah, you too. Looking forward to seeing you guys out there when, when I can. Very cool. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening to my talk with Ricky Phillips of Styx. Check out their new album, Crash of the Crown, and keep an eye on their website, StyxWorld.com, for upcoming tour dates. Styx has tour dates all over the country, scheduled right now through May 2022. And if you're near me in Omaha, Nebraska, you can catch Styx at the Ralston Arena on November 18th. Find tickets for that show at RalstonArena.com. I want to remind you, you can subscribe to the Pops and Hisses podcast on your favorite podcast app, or head to PopsandHisses.com, where you can listen to the podcast and find more music news, reviews, interviews, and, of course, lots of podcast episodes. 
I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at Omaha Music Guy, or find my page on Facebook by searching my name, Kevin Coffey. My last name is spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Herdat Media for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of podcasts. There's entertainment, there's sports, there's fitness, we've got something for everybody. So find all those podcasts and lots more at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herdat Media Production.